Well, time management is like a skill that should matter for teens because after you graduate high school, like whether your next steps are either more school in the form of college or heading to the military, learning a trade, going straight into work first, whatever, those next steps are hand in hand with more freedom and free time for the most part. And it's less challenging and less of an adjustment for you if you already have that skill down. Welcome to the Raising Confident Teens podcast, where we talk about life and leadership skills with teens and their parents. I'm Jenna. And I'm Rachel. And we're recording this on a Saturday morning, so props to Jenna for getting up early to do this with me. We know teenagers and their sleep on Saturdays. I mean, it's not like I was already up, but <laughs> school schedule got me waking up early. Uh, don't you hate that? Yeah. It's like, it's man, fun. I really want to sleep in, but uh, I But can't. hey, it's better for when I'm in school and I'm not... I start going to bed at like 10 and I can wake up at like 6.30 without a problem. Yeah. The, you got to keep that going though. It doesn't take long to get off that schedule. <laughs> it takes a weekend. <laughs> All right. Our topic today is time management and our guest today is Monica Wembley. Monica is a mom of three, a business owner of two, and a life organizer and strategist. She uses her natural gift of system creation to provide structure and instruction when it comes to goal planning, task creation, time management, and overall life organization. Basically, she teaches people how to do the work by helping them tap into their individual strengths, recognize their weaknesses, and form a system of productivity that works for them. Thanks so much for joining us today, Monica. Oh, thanks for having me on. So why should time management matter for teens? Well, Time management is like a skill that should matter for teens because after you graduate high school, like whether your next steps are either more school in the form of college or heading to the military, learning a trade, going straight into work first, whatever, those next steps are hand in hand with more freedom and free time for the most part. And it's less challenging and less of an adjustment for you if you already have that skill down. Yeah, that's good. And it's something we don't really teach in school. Time management, goal setting. We don't teach people Mm-mm. skills like that, which we really should. Um, yeah. A lot of people think of it as like kind of like a budget. It's going to constrict me and keep me from doing what I want. But it's actually the opposite. Like it's going to give you yeah. even more time to do what you really want instead of wasting it. And then like, where did it all go? Exactly. And actually, I think about it like... When you think about it, you're going to school right now and you're kind of already been exposed to time management. You just don't even like realize it because you're already on a schedule. You have your normal high school day where you go and you have blocks of time geared towards focusing on one task or a subject like math or science or art or whatever. And then you get your scheduled lunch break. So like then you're back to more tasks. So you actually don't even realize that you're actually managing time. But it's not like... It's forced. Yes, it's forced time. So now you've gotten kind of yourself into a rhythm of a schedule and time management. But when you're on your own, you need to have that skill that you can still fall back on. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. So uh, some teens would argue that we should be out in the world just having fun and enjoying life. What do you what is your like advice for uh, that? Well, 
I mean, I feel like you should have your freedom and, you know, enjoy your time and, you know, be without being bogged down with all the adulty things that are like, oh, uh, bills and boring adult stuff. But like, you still have to have your time management skills into play because, you know, it's just going to pay off when you get a little bit older. So, right. And then you can, you can write in fun. Like mm-hmm. when, when you, when you put your calendar down or whatever, make sure you put in the fun. Like that's, yes. that's managing the fun, managing time. That's a part mm-hmm. of managing time. Exactly. You know, as an adult, a lot of people have to do lists. I know I have had them on occasion and mm-hmm you know, oh, I write that on my to-do list and it makes us feel like we're getting a lot of stuff done, but it doesn't necessarily, it, it's, um, it's kind of a trick because it, it assumes that everything is equal priority. Mm-hmm. And if you just check things off, you're being productive, which is not really true. What are some methods that you would recommend for us to use to prioritize what gets done? Um, yeah, well, listen, I love a good list. Lists are my jam, but they also can be like a little overwhelming if you put too much on the list. So like one method I love to use is called the Eisenhower matrix, a big fancy word and title, but I want to put a twist on it for the tweens. So and tweens in the teens. So when you basically you'll have your to do list and you categorize, categorize your task into one of three categories. So number one is urgent and important. Number two is important. And number three is not urgent and not important. So urgent and important things would be like, oh, you have practice after school or a final exam this week. Um, these are the tasks that need to be done or started ASAP, right? And important tasks would be something like, um, you have a paper due in three weeks. It wouldn't. It doesn't need to be done right away, but you need to start it soon. So you create a start line for it. I like to call them start lines, and you schedule it. And then your not important and urgent category is something that like depends on the individual. This could be like, oh, I have to do laundry, <clears throat> or <laughs> I'm gonna wash my car. Like these are things that you leave to another time, like way down the line. Hopefully not so much if it's laundry um, in the future, or you decide that it's not that crucial and you take it off your list. So that's my favorite way to prioritize tasks is the Eisenhower matrix. But one really quick one that's pretty cool for teens is um, if you put your task in what I like call tri- I like to call it triage. So just like if you were a doctor or a nurse in the emergency room, um, where the most serious injuries get your attention first, you do the same thing for your task. So the most challenging or urgent tasks go first, and then you go from there. So right. those are a couple of methods I like to use. Yeah, kind of like the big rocks. Like you put the mm-hmm. big rocks in first. Mm-hmm. Like these are the most important non-negotiables, you know, I've got Mm -hmm. to apply for these scholarships. I've got to, Mm -hmm. um, study for this final. I've got to go to practice, you know, Mm -hmm. and then the next little rocks might be, I've got to clean my room. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to do it at a specific time, but it's kind of, you can fit it in there somewhere. You know, I got to do the laundry and then the tiny, 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 like the sand would be like, (laughs) Texting with my friends. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> yes. Or like, let's just say getting your nails done or something. Right. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Something that is a luxury, but maybe, yeah, you don't, it's a, it's a want. It's not a need. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Jenna and I were just talking before, cause we're both pretty much 
more organized. We like to get things done. We're, we're your beavers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though we're organized, we can still struggle with time management. Like, I think some people assume just because you're organized, you have everything figured out. Correct. But I have trouble focusing. I was telling her, I'm like a beaver. I've cut, I've cut down tons of sticks, but my, but my dam is a mess. You know, I haven't like, I haven't built it. Cause I'm like over here, over here, over here. And you know, we have the, I'm ready. Yeah. Especially as, as moms, you know, they say multitasking is bad, but there is, you have if you're a mom, to. you have to multitask. Like mm-hmm. from the time they're little, you're changing a diaper, you're cleaning the house, you're cooking dinner, you know, you're, you're, you may be, you know working on a project, you're doing all that at one time. Mm-hmm. So you, you cannot not multitask. So how can we limit distractions when we're trying to get stuff done? Well, huh, I'm gonna take this from my own personal, my team, my resident teen in my house. One big way she likes to limit distractions is to put our phone on do not disturb. That's a good one. <laughs> and that also serves as a reason why mom's texts were not answered in a timely manner, but that's fine. <laughs> but like, in all seriousness, yes, like do not disturb is a great method to help you focus. But like, if your house is busy, aka loud, um, I pop in earplugs, get some AirPods on, create a distraction that's like, create a distraction free environment. It's like, <clears throat> maybe if I like put some music on, if I'm better, if I have some music in my ears, excuse me. <clears throat> instead of noise, maybe that will help. Also, something that also helps is by having everything you need for the task before you start. Because I feel like, okay, I have my notebook on my desk, I have my water here, I have my phone off to the side turned over, I have everything popped up on my windows on my on my computer, and I feel like if I have everything in one spot, it kind of is, it cuts down on the distraction because every time I get up to get something, it's like, ooh, I need some more water. And then I go into the kitchen. I'm like, ooh. I gotta I'm wash the dishes. Hungry. Maybe I should get a snack. Yes. And then I'm like, ooh, those dishes. I should have gotten to those. I didn't get to those yet. Like, ooh, let me make a list of things because we're kind of out of this and this and this. Like, so every time you get up is another distraction possibility. So having all your things ready for you in one spot before you start is good. Um, and also having, um, working in chunks of time, I find is really good for me. Like I'll have, I'll work in like 20 to 40 minute chunks of time and then I'll take a break of like 10 minutes. So then that's my distraction time. It's actually scheduled. And like, I'm like, okay, I got 10 minutes. I'm gonna check, you know, my Facebook or my Snapchat or, or answer this text back or go get a snack. And then my 10 minutes are up and I'm back and yeah. I'm, undistract like not distracted anymore i'm back to the focus on the task so right. those are some of the ways that i limit my distractions around me hearing you talk about that i mean the, all of those things are things you guys do at school like they take away mm-hmm. your phones when you come to school right mm-hmm. you guys put them With all in a basket most schools they don't but like some yeah do. uh your mm-hmm. school you, they put everybody can't have your phone out you have to put it away mm-hmm. and then you have to have all your stuff when you show up at class, you know, you have mm-hmm. to have your book, your paper, your pen. You can't be wandering around looking for a pen in the middle of class. Right. And then you work on a ch- block of time. We're, we're going to do this class for how many minutes? 50. 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then five minutes to like three. Oh, three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's not much time. Their yeah. school is little. We're always running around. Little, yeah. Um, <laughs> so so they're, they're using what works, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we should use it 
when we bring it home, you know. We can bring it home, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we have a big project coming up, how do we manage the deadlines? Mm, deadlines mm, for those procrastinators. So uh, let me give you a real life example. Way, 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 way back when I was in high school, <clears throat> I was an editor for the yearbook, which is clearly like one of the biggest projects you could probably do in school, like in high school, because it's so it spans over such a large amount of time. So at the beginning of the year, we kind of had a meeting with the yearbook sponsor and editor in chief, and they gave us the big deadline. So this is when we had to have everything for the yearbook complete to send to print, right? But along the way, there were different pieces that were due and to be completed to keep us on track to meeting the ultimate deadline. So for example, in like um, December, all the photos, captions, copy for the fall sports need to be completed. And senior superlatives need to be voted on, counted in, you know, for by like a certain date. So there was like a deadline to submit things along the way. So just like the yearbook example I gave you, one way I like to treat a deadline is by going backwards. So I've been given the big deadline and now I'll work back on my calendar, which is why um, having a calendar planner is important. I'll look backwards on the calendar and I'll create a start line. So this is when I'll start my project. And then based on the type of project, you put little dates in along the way, like mini deadlines when you need to have certain pieces completed by. So you treat the deadlines like that and it cuts down on your overwhelm because you're spreading out the work and it pushes you to action because you've given your start line and you have your many deadlines along the way. So that's one way that I'd like to manage deadlines. Yeah, if we never had any deadlines, we'd never get anything right. done. <laughs> I, I am the most productive, probably 30 minutes before a podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like I get all of my stuff done. Uh, like I hate it that I sometimes push stuff off, but, but like everything I've really, really accomplished in the last year has been when someone put a deadline on me mm-hmm. and I'm like, Hey, you want to speak at this summit? Um, okay. So now I, I have to have something. Oh, I better get my book done. You know, like right. I have to have it ready now. I would have never gotten my book done last year if I didn't mm-hmm. have to speak at that summit. <laughs> So like procrastination at its finest, uh, you know, yes. well, like they say, the most productive day in the year is the day before you go on vacation because you're like shoving everything into that, your little suitcase. Well, that you have to do. Oh, let me uh, arrange all this stuff, get all mm-hmm. this work covered, clean, clean the, the house, house. <laughs> wash the clothes. Right. Or we would mm-hmm. never clean the house if we didn't invite people over. You know, that's true, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What can we do if we feel totally overwhelmed with our workload? First off, what I like to do is to like to take a pause and I take a breath and I take a step back and I'm like, okay, I look at my workload and I see what can be broken down into smaller pieces to make it easier, like to spread out it, to spread it out or complete it. So just like the the yearbook example, breaking it down into smaller pieces and, you know, giving your mini deadlines, using my Eisenhower matrix to decide what I need to prioritize and what I can come back to later. And one lovely emotional one, you can lean on your emotional support 
and you can talk to somebody like a parent or a sibling and and maybe even you know they can help lighten the load by doing some of the things for you right <laughs> yeah know? so those are some things i like to do that's good uh just fo- don't focus on if you're if you're feeling overwhelmed don't focus on the big picture mm-hmm Scroll it back and just say, what's the next best thing I can do? Yeah, what's the next step I can take? Right. Mm-hmm. How do we know if we're just not managing our time or if we're trying to do too much? That's another one where you're taking a step back and you're looking at, you know, what am I actually spending my time on? <laughs> and like, what am I devoting my time to? So there's like, um, there's something called time tra- tracking. And that's where you go hour by hour and you recognize um, what it is you're doing during those hours. I kind of made a printable called an hourly breakdown template and it helps you with time tracking. So when you fill it out with what you're doing each hour, each day, you'll start to see your patterns and you'll start to see where you're wasting time or energy. And you'll also see where there's space to make some improvements. So when you do some time tracking, you can kind of see, ooh, am I really doing too much or am I just not managing the time that I have? Right. And then you can take that sheet to maybe a parent or uh, somebody that you trust and say, Hey, can you look at this with me and see what can I do better or what Mm -hmm. can I eliminate? Or am I Mm -hmm. saying yes to too many? Uh, Everything sounds fun. I want to do it all. (laughs) Uh, Can I eliminate something? That's good. Can we hyper-focus on this too much though? Like be obsessive about scheduling every minute and not be able to be spontaneous and enjoy life? Yes, you can. Some people can go a little overboard, but I feel like you always have to insert some fun. Right. You have to, because otherwise you just can't just go through everything just being so serious. That gets stressful. Right. And I think people are more productive when they rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense that it's like that, but I think it's yeah. true. You have to fill your cup back up. What is one or two things that we could do today to be better time managers? Hmm. One thing I always want everybody to have is some type of calendar or planner Um, that can either be on your phone or it can be one that you can carry. But like, I feel like that's like an essential thing to have because it gives you the big picture of what's going on in your life and it helps you plan out with your time management, like your school life with deadlines and events. And then you can also make it easier to say no to certain things because you're like, look on this count, I just can't, I just can't do it. Um, So if it's one thing that I think could help with your time management, that would definitely be the calendar planner. And just being open and, and, and talking and communicating with the people that you uh, are usually around your parents, your siblings, whatnot, and knowing, letting them know what's going on in your life and, you know, so they know. And then you guys can get input from them as well, so. Yeah, I love that planner idea. I didn't have a planner when I was in high school. Did you? Mm-mm, I yeah. didn't. Um, my kids yeah. do at their I school. I wish I did. <laughs> do, yeah, mine do, yeah, mine do too. Mm-hmm. I have a planner to write down all my homework and stuff in. Yeah, but you have a, mm-hmm. it's a calendar, right? It's got a calendar on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I write all my homework. Right. So like, yeah, we didn't have that in school and I didn't start using a calendar really, really probably the last five years. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it just, it just makes me feel more peaceful. Like I don't Mm -hmm. have to worry that I'm forgetting about something. 
Yeah. And I can see like the, I also bought a year a year calendar that you hang on the wall where I can write stuff mm-hmm. on, and I haven't written on it lately. But it makes me feel like when I'm feeling overwhelmed, it it helps me like oh this is how the whole year looks. It's not that bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I'm and like, look, there's oh, spring break. Okay, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the next break coming up is spring break. We got we, we just got to get to to March or April. That's what we got to do. Yeah. And everything's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's nice rest. Yeah, that is a great thing that a lot of people don't take advantage of is having a mm-hmm. calendar. Um, like, I have kids in elementary and they have calendars. Their school gave them calendars and planners. So I was like, hey, start them early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good practice to get into. Even if you're only, you know, you're you're not that old and you only have like your homework in it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's sort of like math homework. I was like, okay. <laughs> Well, at least they have you writing it down. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to add? Um. Well, I'm actually, you know, I talked about that hourly breakdown template. I'm actually making that free to all your listeners so they can go on to the website and fill out the form and get access to their free download of the hourly breakdown template. So that might help with their time management. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. It'll, it'll give you an idea of how you're using your time. Mm-hmm. And you can see, oh, I might be spending too much time on television or whatever it may be. Right? <laughs> on Snapchat. <laughs> Monica, you have the greatest laugh. Has anybody told you that? I love your laugh. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day when I was watching you do something. Monica and I, uh, we had the same business coach. And, mm-hmm. and so we, we run in the same circles. And she was leading a, what would you call it? Kind of like a lunch and learn. Call it a train. Yeah. Yeah. Lunch and learn. Mm-hmm. On on this very topic, and I'm like, look at her laugh. Makes me so happy. <laughs> it's funny because I crack myself up because I'm on the camera and I'm like basically talking to myself, kind of. So just like. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. It's just random. Like, does anybody really listening out there? Yeah. <laughs> I see your comments, but I'm just talking. So yeah, I'm just, I crack my own self up. <laughs> So we're going to put a link to the show notes for Monica's um, template there where you can Mm -hmm. just download that for free. And where can our friends find you if they want to learn more about you? Uh, The easiest place to find me is my website, monicawimbley.com. And there you can learn all about me and what I do. And you can also learn about my other business, LNL Clothing Shop. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well. So head to my website. Yes. And we'll put a link to all of her stuff in the show notes because Monica is spelled with an H. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you can put that H in there or else it's not going to work for you. Does everyone misspell your name? Pretty much, yes. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Monica. Either that or they, they uh, pronounce it with uh, the CH becomes like Monica. G, so it's Monica. Monica. But I was like, no, it's CH like cholesterol. <laughs> Which is the only one I can think It's the only word I can think of. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks a lot, Mom and Dad. <laughs> I appreciate you. And I also put H's in all my kids' names because of that. So. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you must suffer the way I suffered. <laughs> Everybody gets an H. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today, Monica. It's been so much goodness to help us better manage our time. You know, our time is our life. If we waste our time, we're kind of wasting our life, and we don't want you guys to do that. But also make sure you plan some fun in there, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So 
Thank you so much for taking some of your time and sharing it with us. We don't take it lightly. It's an honor and we always want to be providing value. Thank you so much for having me. It's fun. If you have a podcast topic that you would like us to consider, please send an email to podcast at raisingconfidentteens.com. Have a great week.